three things cannot be long hidden. The sun, the moon, and the truth. So tonight, the truth is going to be unfiltered and full of flavor. Please welcome Dana McCool and Eric Ramundo, bringing you the smoking truth. Friday, Dana McCool. And you Folks, we were trying out a new little thing over here, the gag thing, and thanks to the uh, OG <laughs> Mike from Mike and Mike Productions. Uh, we we, we want to try to introduce to these little noise effects every once in a while because I think it adds to the, to the character of the show and just <laughs> sometimes the crazy that is the show. Yeah, so, it is. Anyways. It is. Hey, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. What? I freaking love the fact that we have guests on. We have some great guests on. Yes. But listen, I really relish the days when it's just you and I and we can dig TFN. So it is yes and so um is this I was, a, this is a, must be a non-cussing day. Yeah, I yeah, I guess. Well, I I'm, I'm I'm actually trying to do a little better unless I really need to. Okay. Um just in general. I uh, have a I have a thing here. Okay. okay All right. I'll keep keep, yeah, keep yeah. score just it's in case. It's a dollar though. a dollar a cuss word today. Yeah. Cuz I know sometimes we get the guests on and I know we are, you know, sharing our own opinions about this that and the other and and I know some folks feel like it just it doesn't give some of our guests the time. Um, but I do know for some, we definitely want to have them on the reg, like the, mm -hmm. like the Moms for Liberty. Um, it's been a, it's been a, a great response. A lot. Mm -hmm. I've had some folks come up to me and say, "Hey, have them on." I, I'm on both sides. Have, and we talked about that. Yeah. Have them on on the reg. Yeah, on the regular because mm -hmm. um, and it, I had I'd had it from both Republicans and Democrats coming to me saying, "Hey, get them yeah. on more because it's important." They're watchdogging. They're watchdogging. So even if, if you don't agree with some of the the more social aspects of what they're trying to do, that's fine. But there are other things I've been having some conversations with them behind the scenes on, mm -hmm. which is. Digging into the numbers a little bit more, which is something yeah. really important. That and is it's important. important to you. It's important to Shane and others. Yeah. So I think it's great stuff. We so, talk about anyways. data dumping all the time, yeah. and I'll get into that uh, to um, listen. Uh, let's do a little housekeeping really quick. Really I quick. I don't want to lose sight. Go so, uh, anyways, folks, don't forget to follow us on our YouTube channel, The Smoking Truth. Please uh, keep that subscriber count going. We are getting more and more views. It's great. I always yeah. remind folks. Our reach is not as wide as uh, we're continuing to get our reach wider and wi uh, wider. However, I do know that a lot of uh, the quote unquote in or right people are listening yeah. uh, throughout the county. So that's important. Don't forget mm -hmm. to follow us on Twitter at True Smoking. Don't forget to follow us. You know us. when they're trying to attack you personally that you're doing something. Yeah, right. I guess on some <laughs> level. I, look, it, I, once again, the banter is always good back and forth mm -hmm. a little bit. You know, it's it, it, it's part of the discourse as long as yep. we keep it civil. But anyways. Um, don't forget to follow us on um, uh, what else? Oh, Facebook at the Smoking Truth Podcast on yep. Facebook. Yep. Uh, a lot of times we'll post a. We'll, I make sure that we post a link over there to go to YouTube. And don't forget, you guys can catch us on the major podcasts, Podbean, Apple, uh, Spotify, whatever else. I know because I get my notification from, um, from from Spotify. And then yep. we have the email, which you can always use, which is Gonzo at the Smoking Truth Live. Did I get it right? Honky. Yeah, I yes, always, I, sometimes I always get that wrong. I don't know why, but anyway, so that's there, you have folks. A block. And if not, you can, you know, call eat, us. Call us. Like, who that's, doesn't have our cell phone numbers? Yeah, like you know, and if not, somebody you know probably has my cell or Dana's cell. You can yeah. get a hold of us and just let us call know us. or complain about something. So, and then obviously. I know usually try, you go going with this, but I'm going to get it out of the way right now. We talk about the lovers. I do have the Ezekiel um, over here with it's me as well. The shepherd. The shepherd, yeah. OG, isn't that true? The, yeah, it's got both names actually. Okay, okay. all right. So All the right. shepherd is equal. Yeah, it's I actually enjoy it, and so it's another one of my little go tos. And I bring it with me yeah. to Tallahassee. I always keep a little stash with me, mm -hmm. so when I go to Tallahassee, I can just I can take a little piece. Do of you home have with a me. travel humidor? I do. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's not really it, yes and no. It is built designed for it, um, and I can just put a little a Bovita pack in there and just mm -hmm. and, and hang on to it in my car, keep it in the glove compartment. It'll last me. The week, no problem, and the, and the cigars stay fine, you know. So uh, it works. Well, you smoke but, enough of them; they're yeah. really just. Although, there. although I, I, you know, I'm, I am looking into one of the ones I already have, like the the thing in it. The 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 humid humid. I know those Bovita packs work better. The, okay, yeah. thank you very much. They last I appreciate longer. It. I appreciate it. And I that appreciate little it. thing you got to put the distilled water in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the packs work better. Okay, see, there you go. Okay, so boom, there we That's go. That's why we it. have the OG. Yes, exactly. Listen, we have a Renaissance man. You know that. I know. Listen, yeah, freaking Santa cigar. Fitness guru, oh yeah, international yeah. lover to his wife, okay, and master technician. All the above. That's why he's the OG, and I really and I appreciate him so much. I really do. And the, 
There we go. <laughs> I appreciate him uh, very much. Uh, yeah. I know his wife too. His wife's a rock star. She's awesome, mm -hmm. um, lady. And uh, and the rest of the crew here at Cigar Hustle and the rest of the Cigar Hustler family. Yep. With all the podcasts that are out there, please catch them all, folks. Yep. Uh, Cigar Hustle Universe. Mike and Mike Productions. Yep. Listen, Mike and Mike, you got it. They're growing the brand. I mean, they're already well known in the cigar industry as yeah. being number one. So, <clears throat> come on board. Yep. Anyways, right. I want to get back to some stuff. Okay. Yeah. We talked about uh, data dumping and numbers. We talked about um, Moms for Liberty. That was a popular podcast, and yeah. people told me that, and that it came off well. Um, and I, I am in agreement with that, and it's a part of ongoing dialogue. You know what I mean? Yeah. As part of ongoing dialogue. And I have asked them for that data dump. Um, we both have, right? Yeah. So I'm hoping that they come back for that and, and get us these numbers because you can't quantify and you can't – um, you can't fix what you can't quantify, yeah. you know, so I'm, 100%. I'm really looking for that. Um, you know, I've been preaching for uh, a year now solid regarding the numbers for concurrency. And I'm going to continue to talk about that because wow. I believe if you're going to develop, then you need to develop. I think one of the challenges we're always going to run into a little bit is as we're, and this is to your point too. That's why I think it's important, um, to, to get our, our stuff straight on concurrency just in general, because look, we, we're going to continue to grow as a state. Mm -hmm. it, it just is what it is, and, and we'll, we'll continue to have those conversations and, and uh, on the issue of you know land management and so forth. But yep. uh, beyond that, though, the concurrency issue is going to be a big one because we're already having this, a bit of a teacher shortage for a number of reasons, which I think we highlighted just a few times over the last couple episodes. We had some folks in education on, mm -hmm. um, and it's going to get it's going to get um, more strained um, if we don't figure out a way to um, to deal with it. So, yep. and concurrency, I think, is a, is to your point, I think, is a part of that. So. Anyways. Well, I will tell you this. The office, I want to tell you another thing about data, the Office of Victim Advocates. Um, I had a, a, a Zoom meeting. I was graciously allowed to join uh, and it met with the advocates from Volusia Sheriff's Office, okay. which I want to give a huge shout out to uh, Sarah Hopper. Okay. Uh, she is a staunch advocate. She is a rock star um, with Volusia County Sheriff's. I mean, all of them are advocates, but Sarah is in there in in the trenches, you know, so I want to talk about uh, that. And we talked about, talked, met some Flagler okay. County, Ormond Beach, Daytona Beach Police yep. Department, okay. Something that we're missing here uh, in data dump is one of my issues is that Volusia County, we don't have the numbers regarding how many injunctions are requested and how many injunctions are denied. Right. Yeah, and if you remember, I sent you something a while back mm -hmm. um, from a statewide perspective on the amount of in injunctions being issued throughout the whole entire state, mm -hmm. and it was my understanding at the time uh, that judge, uh, they're not required to list the specific the specifics of the injunctions. Just mm -hmm. it just it's a broad number, and then you and I had a conversation this week about it, and I, and I'll I'll let you elaborate a little more because I don't want to step on your toes on yeah, it. I know no, it's a big deal for you. That's fine. Mm -hmm. It is a big deal for me in this respect that. We are, the governor has announced a mental health, mm. right, and we, uh, initiative, mm. whatever, okay. Um, we talked about that, and I did the, listen, I did the numbers here, and the amount of money that he's talking about giving to the cities, it equates to about $85,000 per city. If you take it and you distribute it equally among cities, which I know that you probably want, there's going to be some quantifying, right, yeah. or, right, but it, with 905, 950 cities in okay. in the state of Florida. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was like I thought somebody told me once before like 400. And I got no, and I should know that. But I thought it was like 905, yeah, 905 right. cities. We probably need to like. Anyways, that's yeah. a whole other conversation. Well, that's yeah. a whole other conversation. <laughs> but what we're <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. When you look at eighty five thousand yeah. dollars going to mental health, that's barely a drop in the bucket. Eighty five thousand dollars will cover truly the true cost. When you're talking about right. that, will maybe uh, cover. Um, 80 people in a city. So 80 people out of 100,000 with the opioid issues that we have, domestic violence, yeah. because our domestic violence numbers are huge. If you look locally, our domestic violence numbers not only include assault and battery, but robbery as well, because the defendant sometimes gets charged with only robbery because yeah. he smashes the phone out of the mm -hmm. girl's hand. Here's my reason for saying all of that to say this here. With clear specific information we need to understand where to direct those last dollars that we get the paltry money that we get we need to understand what we're tackling and without that data without understanding how we're treating how we're taking on how we are talking about and how we are funding yeah. domestic violence issues 
without these numbers, we don't know. To your point, and that's something that you and I talked about, which is, look, the, the data is going to drive where the dollars go. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I want folks to understand, too, that I know the number seems low based on the, on the, the information that obviously that data that Dana's talking about. Um, but I also want people to understand, too, that while I do believe we can always do um, more, I'm always cognizant of the fact that, you know, resources and where we go from here and there. But that said, I do know that there are different silos. So mm -hmm. when we talk things like mental health and this and the other, um, yeah, I know it seems like it's or substance abuse, whatever it may be. I know that there are certain numbers that come out, but understand, too, that there are other silos. So, mm -hmm. for example, like hospitals receive. We have a number of partnering, partnering agencies. Like there is the, um, the, the, the Association for Managing Entities up in Tallahassee. They also work with their partners in each of the counties to, to make sure dollars flow down. Um, with mental health and so forth and so on and so it's but all they get control silos. of that though eric yeah. my problem is is that they get to control that it might be earmarked yeah. for that but we all know that with some creative accounting which is sad most of the time with creative accounting you can kind of trickle that down to, to how they want it done my stuff i want specifically you know and, and in deltona we don't we don't have this and we should we should have a community affairs officer we should have a lot of things that we don't have being the the city that we're growing. We're a bedroom community concentrated with people. And again, looking at our comp stat numbers as far as sexual assault, assault and robbery go, they, the numbers are astounding for the, the city that we are. Don't, don't get me wrong, our detectives and officers, great. You know mm. what I mean? But <clears throat> the cycle that it takes to really rehab a, a female that has been assaulted that way, you know that, and, and I can talk about it now, that uh, six months ago, I had the victim of domestic mm. violence. Okay. She, I, because I'm involved with yep. getting called out in the middle of the yep. night. Okay. And uh, through Deltona Strong, and we have traditionally taken and we have sheltered women yep. okay until we can figure out what to do how they to get get them in the system to give this young lady that i had proper addressing of everything that she needed to be addressed mm. meaning shelter food transportation uh getting her documentation correct all she wanted to do is go home to where she lived yeah. right but in order to do all that we had to address all of these issues you know what i mean one day I took her to the beach while we were gone. Mm. Never went to the beach. She went to the beach wearing like long yoga pants and maybe a little uh, half top or whatever. And I said, did you wear your bathing suit? And she got real sheepish. Well, because her boyfriend had made her feel yeah. guilty for being pretty. Okay? okay. You know, I'm talking about stuff like that when you're truly healing yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. and counseling. It took three months. She stayed with me three months until we got her ready to fly the nest. And so I'm talking about counseling like that is what is yeah. needed. And you know what, guess what? She's out of the system now. If you take that three months, if you take an intensive program, if we have a place where we can do all of this stuff for three months, yeah. just take it, an average, three months of that kind of deprogramming and getting a woman free. And it, it, she she's not uh, called me in need of anything. She is schooling to be cosmetologist now three months versus somebody that's in and out of the systems. We're clogging up the legal system. We're yeah. clogging up eating our resources when she has to, a victim has to leave, go back. Oh, I don't have anywhere to go. So they go back. How many more times the resources that are drained. And I wish that we could get everybody on board with understanding it that way. Cause do, it's ridiculous. Do you remember I, you and I had a conversation not too long ago and I'll, and I'll kind of, this is actually your, what you're advocating for is it and I just kind of dovetail into something really quick. I'll just talk about, and I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but um, cause we have a couple different things I know you want, mm -hmm. we wanted to talk about, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so the challenge from the, from a Tallahassee perspective, sometimes the challenges, and this forget about these arts for just a moment. The mm -hmm. challenge sometimes is that I've told you before that I'm a big advocate for term limits. However, because I th I'm a firm believer in just giving a new a, a, a opportunity to other individuals to come up and, and come up with different ideas and so forth. Cause I, I hate what I see in Washington. It's like 20 some, 30 some odd years. And it's the same tired individuals that, you know, advocate for something, but they never get anything done. Mm -hmm. So I get tired of that. But that said, um, the challenge always is is that is trying to educate a new group of individuals because they not they may not be aware fully of the issues that are going on or they've heard of it but they don't know and then when they get to Tallahassee they're like, oh wow now it becomes eye opening and so mm -hmm. and to that point what I'll say is so something you know obviously uh, you know my boss is on he's a criminal justice chair it's not necessarily his silo <sighs> but what I'll tell you is when we start talking about like what to do with the prisons and so forth and mm -hmm. individuals. 
he's been a big advocate for trying to figure out a way to loosen up the strings a little bit. And let me say this. Mm -hmm. I want everybody to be clear. We're not talking about the, your hardened criminals and the set and the other, right? We're not mm -hmm. talking about that. We want those people locked up for a long time, stay away. Mm -hmm. We're talking about individuals who may have gone in for the first time. It's a first-time felony for whatever reason. We all know, it, look, we are not perfect. Mm -hmm. People make stupid mistakes, all the, even as adults. I mean, hell, I've made stupid mistakes as an adult. And some of these individuals, unfortunately, went too far over the line, and then they're in there. And so what happens is now, what are we doing to get this person back into society that they can they can be productive members of society, start a family. We always talk about the broken family, this, that, and the other. Well, my point is is that <clears throat> what are we doing? So right now today, we have over 2,000 beds open for work release. And my boss has been trying to figure out a way to advocate for, um, you know, to get somebody, more individuals into that work release. Some of these folks are making like $17, 18 19 $20 an hour. And by the time they're done, mm -hmm. after like a two-year program or whatever, or the three-year you know, work release program, then they get hired on by a lot of these companies, and then they start actually making even more money. And mm -hmm. what's happening is they're also – here's the best part about that. It's not going to cost us a ton of money because these folks in the work release programs, they're also paying back into the system. A portion of their money is get pulled out to help pay for some of that. The challenge has been trying to increase DOC's budget a little bit to do some of these things. And I say all this because I do agree we need to find better ways – uh, using those dollars, those resources, data is important. We know we have a pretty good understanding of what we think works. The challenge is, is if you haven't been there long enough, you don't know that. So all of a sudden, somebody's going to come out, oh, they just want to release some people. And so now some who are want to be tough on crime just sit here and go, well, I don't know about releasing people until they get educated and they kind of go, mm. oh, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. That's always the challenge a little bit from the Tallahassee side of trying to get policies and or money's moving in a certain direction and but that only helps with to your point with we got to have proper data yep. and we got to have people who can speak to it intelligently to say hey this is the reason why there's a lady in, in orange county i think it's bridges orange county she's a former uh, warden uh, deputy warden for the um in the state of florida and and uh, she, i i got a chance to meet her once and uh, and the lobbyists for that for, for what they do and others as well that are like them throughout the state of florida um, I think they're doing great work and they're trying very hard because I also look at it this way too. The more people in work release, which is much cheaper to, um, to deal with, and then, and then with the, you know, not only do you re reduce the, the rate of recidivism, right? But in the long run, guess what we're not doing? We're not spending a ton of money on prisons. Prisons, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Which to me as a conservative, right? Or, or whatever my friends want to label me out there as, I think that's great, <laughs> right? Less money coming to the state budget for that. And then maybe you can use the money to redirect someplace else or whatever you want to do, cut, you know, taxes. But I just, but my point is that there's an opportunity here to get these folks out. Can there. I so ask I'll, you a that's question? That's all I'll say on that. I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. I'm going to make a statement and, and oh, ask a question mm -hmm, at the same mm -hmm. time. All right. You need to quit screwing around and run for office. Uh. I'm serious. <laughs> Listen, not just because you're my friend, no. but we talk about this a lot. Yeah. No. And I'm putting it out in the universe <laughs> that you're a great leader. You uh, are. You uh, lead. We'll you lead behind. <laughs> no. You uh, lead behind yeah. the scenes. You're a strong leader. You're a strong community friend, mm. you know, and I think that we need more people like you in office. I will never... I, and I, I I can pretty much say with about 80% certainty mm -hmm. that I will never aspire to a higher office yeah. than county, yeah. maybe. Okay. Really. I'm not cut out for it. Okay. I'm not a good politician. Okay. I, I don't play games. Mm -hmm. I try to get along, right? Yeah. But I don't sell myself. I yeah. stick by my guns, and it's cost me a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Th what could be political capital? Yeah. But you, my friend, you yeah. know, when I say play the game, I'm not using that as a flip term, but I'm saying that there is a certain rhythm and a certain cadence that you need to have mm. naturally along with experience in order to do politics. And you've found a way to do that. You're everybody's friend. And I don't mean that you're everybody's kiss, but yeah. I mean that you're everybody's friend in the respect that you're very pragmatic and practical. And I'm just putting that out there in the universe that we need well, more like you in office we'll see i you know we'll see what happens in the future i, I don't know man we'll, we'll see how it goes I, I for the time that i have i try to use it as best i can not uh, look plain look there's always a little bit of politics that happens behind the scenes but i try to use my time i've always told people that know me uh, obviously i work for my boss in, in in lake county and i will do whatever it takes to help lake county because that's who i work for and mm -hmm. and i actually i really enjoy lake county it's, be it's a beautiful county 
but I still live I live here mm-hmm. in Volusia. We're right next door to each other, right? Yep. And we're neighbors. And so, but I live here in Volusia. And I've always told a lot of my friends, elected, you know, local elected officials, if there's anything, obviously without stepping on toes, because obviously the county, you know, there there's a legislative delegation here, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, Representative Barnaby and and Representative Leak and others. Doctor Love. Yeah, Doctor Love, and they have their staff, and so it's not. I don't want to step on anybody's toes, but I've told them all that. Look, if there's a way, you can call me for five minutes because they have access to me, mm-hmm. and if I can help and try and get some numbers or try and find some information, I'm always. And you do, to do that. that. You're yeah. a man of your word. I know that. You, I know because that. Because I want to. I want to help where I can in Volusia as well too. There's a lot of good people trying to do some good. Whether you, people agree with them 100% always or not, whether it's mm-hmm. you or anybody else for that matter, I know there are people trying to do, they are trying to do good, and I, I just, I, hey, I want to help them out. So. You're, you're a peacemaker. I try to be. Yeah, that's actually. Now you are. That's on my Facebook thing. Is that, you know, there's an old saying called "Blessed be the peacemaker." Yeah. It's come from the it comes from the Bible. Yeah. And I try to do that as best I can, uh, just because I just think we need to get to a better place. And if yeah. I can be a part of that, then hey, great. So I agree. Anyways. I agree. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to uh, move on here. Yeah. Um, I was talking to. <laughs> talking to dr love i know i know <laughs> i heard <laughs> <laughs> i was talking to dr love uh, if you don't know who that is if you've not been following us which you shame on you yeah. for not following us <laughs> dr love is our representative state yes. representative webster barnaby for yep. district 29 and he and i famously go around and round i excoriate him quite often yeah uh, i think that me cracking the whip on him is working because he's gone to work for <laughs> deltona I, I'm going to take credit for it. Okay, take credit, I'm gonna for, take it. credit for it. I think you may mention them and say, hey, I'm going to find a way to spin this uh, Dr. Love. I'm hey, just I'm, making my own. But anyways, listen, but it's all good. I'm taking credit think, for every I, bit of everything I think he he's get, doing. I think he gets and he understands. So. Listen, I'm going to take credit for all of his work that he's doing for Deltona <laughs> right now. Because over the last two years, I've been brutal to him. Mm. Over the last two, three years. Oh, you know? boy, oh boy. And you know what, man? He just shows up with his cheese and his crackers and he just says whatever. He's Dr. He, Love. He just keeps being dr love because what all All you need is love 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 love. (laughs) i can never Uh, hear that song again without without hearing him baby girl Uh, so regardless of this of the of the uh of the funny um you know sound making going on it is actually it's love is a real thing but um but anyway so tell us a little bit about about what he's working he told me he's working on hb 305 he's sponsoring it for medical freedom basically so you're not forced to get jabbed or divulge if you got jabbed or not Mm -hmm. and when you know he told me of some things he and i are going to see quite opposite on that Mm -hmm. you know but whatever because i asked him when he talked about medical freedom and autonomy of body i asked him how does that bode for female reproductive issues you know what is that going to do for abortion what is that going to do with disclosure of menstrual cycles you know what i mean i mean we're going to go down the rabbit hole sure um but he was talking to me about that and also um um also we broached a subject meaning us on the on the, the issue thing. of medical yeah, yeah. The thing did yeah. we talk about that or we leave that for right now you uh, no we no we, we can talk about it just briefly just saying yeah, just, just talking about medical marijuana and just where beyond the recreational port let's just stay yeah. focused on, on the medical, medical on medical yeah, yeah. No, yeah. We are. yeah. 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 the two of you talk, just briefly talked about yeah it, so. so my thing is i have all i've <clears> spoken to um our I've spoken to our city manager. Mm. I've spoken to legal about it because I believe that when we're talking about that medical freedom, it's something that I have been working on also, mm. something been mentioned, something that came yeah. up uh, also is about um, city employees yeah. being able to have um, marijuana. Where does we fall with city policy, state policy about that? How do you... Um, how do you differentiate that from any other drug, prescription drug in the system? Mm-hmm. Because obviously you don't want, especially with firefighters or uh, deputies, you don't want them stoned at work. And mm-hmm. I think that most of them take their jobs really freaking seriously, oh, yeah. and that wouldn't be a thing. But how do you quantify that, right? Um, and Because marijuana is now considered a medicine. It should yep. be covered by HIPAA. Yep. You know, and I think that legally applied to our firefighters and our officers. There's always going to be a rogue no matter where you go. But I would champion that cause in our firefighter contract uh, as we move forward with the union to talk about that. I have nothing to do with Volusia County Sheriff's Office. Sheriff Chitwood is pretty tough on his policies. That's his thing. I'm not getting in his bailiwick. Mm. Uh, but Deltona, mm. the city of Deltona, however, is a different story. And I fight for medical rights for um, my firefighters. I think that they should be able to use 
marijuana if it is prescribed that being on the job um, or being a firefighter shouldn't exclude them from being able to to um, have the benefits of medical marijuana and I'll say that all day long it should be treated as any other prescription if you prescribe that um, you shouldn't be punished for having it, it in your system. It needs to be part of the conversation. And yeah. this kind of came about because um, I happen to see a firefighter I've known for a number of years already. Mm -hmm. I, I like him. I get along with him. And he and I have a very good relationship. We talk all, you know, as often mm -hmm. as we can. And, you know, and I want to I want to get him on the show. I won't mention his name, but I want to mm -hmm. get him on the show um, okay. just to talk about firefighter stuff, just in general, because, you know, I, I, the contract was really contentious and it yeah, kind of split our city. You know what I mean? I and we did. need to clarify a lot. Of I want to make sure things get clarified a little mm -hmm. bit. But also on that, you know, the individual made mention to me about, you know, medical marijuana and whatever. And I said, look, I don't disagree. It mm -hmm. needs to be part of that conversation. Yep. And I think, you know, I think Dana would definitely advocate for it um, yep. to make sure that because it's it's at this point in time, folks, whether you agree with it or not as a material, it's state law. Yep. It's medicinal. It should be part of HIPAA. Uh, and it should if it's part of your, or your your treatment, that's fine. I mean, look, we got people on 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 controls that go to work every day yeah. that probably work in the fire department or whatever. And obviously the, the whole thing is be careful. You know, the, there's protocols. I'm pretty sure they got to go through. But what's the difference then with, with medical marijuana, yep. right? So anyways, yep. that's just something we need to definitely, I think we need to touch on and have a conversation yep. about. And, so. and do, because, you know, here's the thing. We signed an abbreviated, and when I say you abbreviated, everyone signed off on the contract yeah. or the uh, union contract for the firefighters in Deltona. We signed off an abbreviated. I mean, it wasn't what everybody wanted. It was not ideal, but at the same time that we were trying to negotiate the contract, we were in political season, okay? So there was that. A lot, of, city, a lot of tensions always with political yeah, season. Yeah. I know, I know. City manager, which I'm going to tell you, by the way, too, one of my things when we were talking with the in any of the talks that we've had, whether it be in the shade or in the sunshine, mm. regarding that is never, ever again will Deltona enter uh, negotiations with firefighter contracts during a political voting season. I agree with you. I don't think it should. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, it should it be off the table. It just interjects too, way too, too much. Yep. Yep, and it and does. things get clouded, and, and, it, and does. It, it gets it gets like it, what happened this year in Daltona. But it was horrible. I tell, tell everybody else within the county, all the cities within the county, if you have that situation, please be careful because while it may have happened you know, in a certain way in Daltona, it can happen to anybody else in any other city. Yep. And I don't think it should be part of that. Look, let the union advocate what they're going to advocate for. That's their job to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that um, the firefighter union, you know, they get involved politically, and look, that's that's their decision to do that. That's fine, to do. yeah. But but being part of the political season in that in that way, I yeah, think it serves up, it, it, serves it way too much. too much, man, and just yeah. creates a lot of. Enemies, the thing. When you're talking about benefits for someone's lives, mm -hmm. right, their livelihood that's going to travel with them for the rest of their life, and things that they need to operate under right now. It, it needs to be done by itself yeah. it, it enter into no season and that's not to say that either side was you know whatever guilty of anything whatever but it should just be taken off the t table you know what my i mean beef, it's like a loaded gun yeah it's like my, a loaded my gun. beef with the with the whether it be the firefighter union or the police uh, police unions or anything like that my beef has always been and he knows this i talked to him about it and so uh, <laughs> I'll leave it at that for another day when he comes on. I if I get yeah, here's the thing. Set. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say just really quick. I, my beat, my my gripe has always been is just being very careful monetarily where we go with this because the state, the local governments all have a fiduciary responsibility to kind of keep an eye on how far we go with some of these things. Um, so now obviously firefighters, you know, are also they qualify for PTSD. And when Mike Scudero was on a couple of weeks back. Uh, we talked about how much time can we actually get from firefighters and cops and so forth, mm -hmm. and I and I recognize that. And I want to, and I, I do definitely want to recognize that. But it's just, but it is something that we need to be mindful of when it comes to our pensions and what we're spending and and so forth and so on. So anyways. listen, here's the thing too. I do you know how much cleaning up I've had to go around and do? Like every time I see a firefighter, <laughs> I don't hate you, I love you, I revere you, but it's my job again, and I have to say it every time the subject is yeah. brought up. Dana McCool does not hate firefighters. Yeah. I love firefighters. I believe that there is a time and a purpose unto unions, and I believe that the union's doing exactly what the union is supposed to do, but so am I. There are no bad guys here. Yeah. There are no bad guys here. There are two sides of an issue trying to get together to get in the middle, which yeah. is always the goal here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when I say that we signed an abbreviated contract, 
you know, nobody was truly happy. And I would yeah. really like for us to everybody to be happy. Like when we walk out, you got to give something for something. And during, and, and I'm going to say this again, I miss Stacy Kifalo because mm. she has an eagle eye. She does. She, she brought up a lot of good points. And, and while I was working with her yeah. regarding what should be allowable and what should not be, how far will the public go? Because everybody knows that firefighters are heroes. Yeah. Right, and you don't try to um, sh- shorthand a, a you know a firefighter. You yeah. want them taken care of, but so do we. All of our civil service, all of our civil service deserves that, and I just want to see it applied equally. You know yeah. what I mean? So I am looking forward to having that particular uh, firefighter on here. Um, I hope know. so. I'm gonna. I, I told he said just send me some info. Let me yeah. let me have a few conversations, and I that's all right. I'd love to have you on, specifically him. Because mm-hmm. I know him, I've known him for a number of years, and uh, and so it is what it is. But mm-hmm. uh, hey, so you mentioned something, and we're gonna get a couple other things. So you mentioned Stacy Kifalo, mm-hmm. uh, and it just, and I want to bring it because you you mentioned her name mm-hmm. on just. I love you, Stacy. The, the the city in general. Mm-hmm. So our um, our city manager um, is he. Is he city manager right now, or is he interim still? And I don't mean that in a joking way. No, so anyways, no, no. I'll he, just I'll he, just say that yeah, it's city our city manager. Our city manager made a point because I know his contract came up, mm-hmm. um, and I know not everybody was sold on on, on city on Chisholm and um, and so forth. And, and I get it. And I, the and, and, and I tell you right now, hey. had I, and you and I hey. talked about this, yeah. Call him the chiseler. The chiseler. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, if I was up on that dice and I had to take that vote, I probably would. I more than likely, knowing me, I would have taken the vote to to vote for Chisholm. And mm-hmm. I know that 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 doesn't sit well with a lot of folks. But at least you know where I stand. Wait, right now but or initially? No, no, initially. I would have. I probably. Mm-hmm. I more likely would have done it with everything that was given to me at that moment in time. Mm-hmm. I probably. There are things that happened along the way that I wasn't crazy about, and I wish we'd have done differently because mm-hmm. it's to everybody's point. When we heard, I heard, listen to the workshop. We got to stick to some sort of process, folks. It's the only way we kind of even things out and, and remain somewhat transparent in how this process works. That said, the city manager made a comment about um, about civil discourse just in general, mm-hmm. and and I couldn't agree with him more. And I'm glad he said it. Um, which is number one, uh, two things actually I wanted to highlight. Number one, I can't believe that it took this long for somebody to recognize that you know Deltona probably did not start off with the best foundations and it took him it took him after so many years to figure out hey guys mm-hmm. this is where we're at so some of the issues that were coming up now on land use and management and and how you know and, and what's happening with water flow this that and the other i think he made a comment and correct me if i'm wrong with that dates back to 1979 had yep. somebody actually done their due diligence back then we probably could have planned Deltona a little bit differently yep so number one, the fact that he's doing exposing that now or just highlighting it now just shows to me the years of, I, on some level, incompetence from other city managers, and it just it's I hate it. But two, civil discourse. I want everybody to understand this. I have, and Mark Barker and I, we talked about it last time with Mark when he mm-hmm. first came on. I have no problem with people getting up to the podium, and even from the dais to having some sort of. A, some level of debate back and forth on issues I think are important to the city. What I don't like is all the, the yelling back and forth because I, I believe that there has to remain. I think you can get your point across without all the yelling sometimes. Mm-hmm. And this goes on all sides. And the fact that he pointed out, I couldn't agree with him more. It's not – so Deltona TV may not get rec- by seen by all the residents. However – Deltona TV is being watched by individuals looking at the city going, do I want to make an investment? Do I want to go work there? That's what I got to deal with. I probably don't want to do that. You know what I mean? And so I just want people to be mindful of that. I'm not telling you to not exercise your First Amendment right and the fact that you get three minutes to talk. And the same thing with, with members who sit on that dais. I, I, I go, this is on ball all sides. Um, just we need to take the tone down a little tiny bit. I'm not saying to be mundane and boring or whatever, but I'm there just you are. no. I mean, yeah, I know trying you to wanna... take my spice away. Yeah. <laughs> trying to take uh, my yeah. pepper away. I'm just saying, hey, I couldn't agree with city manager more, and I think folks, we need to get to a better place because we do have a lot going on potentially in the city, and I don't want uh, and there's potentially a lot of good coming down the pipe, and so I just I, I want to keep I want to see Deltona constantly moving forward on that. And anyways, you know why I voted yeah. against this contract, right? This time. Uh, I you may mention to me. I probably forgot. I'm sorry about that. Because the, I don't believe that the residents were given due process. Oh, the residents were told one thing. This is how this process is going to go. We set the expectation, and then then we did not follow through with that. And I think that it's you know I think this baloney. You know tomorrow. Oh crap! I got to put that on my calendar right now. You know that tomorrow we have uh, the the city attorney interviews. 
right? I heard something about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you hear that? I got okay. I got to set an alarm for that right now. Okay. Uh, well, I'll do it after. Yeah. But listen, I'll remind you. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> you won't. Uh, we have that tomorrow. So we um, have new city attorney coming in. We have three um, candidates. We called down from the herd. Yep. You know what I mean? But again, for me, it's about process and about residents having input. And you know, some can say. Oh, okay. Well, that's why the residents choose you to be their representative. But here's the thing. I can't possibly know what, you know, everybody in my district, mm -hmm. right, like, you know what yeah. I mean, wants 15,000 people in my district, right? I agree. What do all of you want? I get feedback. I get certain feedback. And um, I... I need to understand that. And, and residents need to put their input in. This is their yeah. city. And listen, elected officials don't know everything. No. We do not. We do not. And without that valuable input, I mean, it's crap. You I know think, what I mean? look, so our process is one where we elect individuals, right? People mm -hmm. voted you in your district mm -hmm. because they have made the decision, hey, I don't have time to pay attention to every little thing that happens in the city. And they mm -hmm. want you, Dana McCool, or any other city commissioner, yep. no matter where you live in, in Volusia County, they want you all to make the best decision possible for um, for for their city, respective cities, and what's happening in Volusia. Yep. And they're trusting you all with that. And so, yes, I do believe I think elected officials should try as best they can to try to get as much input as they can from the residents. But understand this, at the end of the day, you have to make that decision what you feel is best. It's kind of like what I told um, Pat last time she was on. Hey, Pat, thank you for having the foresight, because at the time, I didn't, didn't, I wasn't sure if I 100% agree with you, mm -hmm. but you forged ahead what you thought was best, and guess what? Here I am coming full circle telling you now, thank you very much for sticking to it, because I actually do enjoy the trails, and I do believe there is a return. If not 100% on, on, on the dollars that everybody was talking about at the time, I get a portion of the dollars plus the quality of life, yep. and that's important. Yep. So <clears throat> Here's my thing. I'm going to read this to you. Yeah. Okay, This is directly from my bio. Okay, on my page. It is, um, okay, it is my strong belief that residents and local government have an equal responsibility to one another. I believe that no government will ever operate effectively without input and help from the residents they serve. Otherwise, they only operate to serve themselves. Yeah. I also believe that no community is served best until they take an ongoing active part in showing up in numbers to both support their elected officials and to hold them accountable for the jobs in which they are elected. I also believe that partnerships should always be stronger than partisanship. Yeah. That I've followed that tenet ever since I've become an elected official. It's it's we have an equal obligation to yeah. one another. The residents need to come tell me what they want, yeah. right? And then I have an obligation to you to carry out that vision which if you don't show up what am I doing? I'm left trying to make the decision the best that I can make the 100%. decision. 100%. And if you did and if you disagree and you didn't show didn't up, didn't show up. Well then, then that's uh, on you. Uh, because Dana's going to make the decision based on what Dana feels at that moment in time with whatever feedback she got yep. as best she can then she's going this is what I'm doing. Yep. And and to your point what I'll say is this if the process was designed was devised or you know or created so that way there was going to be resident input cuz you don't have to do it mm -hmm. but if that was what was agreed upon then another issue sometimes we have in Deltona is sticking with it then, you know, commitment to that. And so if that was the case, I, and I've seen it throughout the years, and, it, and I've seen it happen, you know, in other cities as well, stay stay committed to what you agree to for the residents. And if you're yep. not going to do that, then just don't, then don't, don't say, say it. it. Don't, don't do it. It's <laughs> simple as that. I agree. So, I agree. <laughs> hey, I want to talk to you about, um, I want to read something real yeah. quick to you, okay? Okay. Hold on. Let me get my glasses on straight here. Okay. Municipalities shall have governmental, corporate, and proprietary powers to enable them to conduct municipal government, perform municipal functions, and render municipal services, and may exercise power for municipal purpose except as otherwise provided by law. Mm -hmm. Where is that from? That's going to be the four statutes. <laughs> is that going to be maybe home rule? That's all that. Well, that's all under home rule. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I want to talk about that. Go ahead. Because I have my own opinions about home rule sometimes. Yeah. Can we stop messing with local governments and letting them do things like if I want to ban plastic bags, let me as a city decide what my people want and put a referendum or make the decision as a commissioner that we no longer think that plastic bags serve the community well and we want to do away with them and encourage everybody to be more responsible. There is an unnamed plaza. Mm. I'm just going to go here. 
There's an unnamed plaza mm. that is on Providence Boulevard. Yeah. Okay. That every six months I have to go on a tirade about the plastic bags that end up in the lot next door to this place. Okay. You know where I'm talking I about. I know too. what you're talking about. You know yeah. what I'm talking about. I too? know what you're talking about. It looks like crap. Mm -hmm. It depletes resources. We uh, we always have to go clean it up because I get on my box and it looks like crap. Um, same with styrofoam cups. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I understand that they're convenient, but they're choking the environment. And I think that as a commission, we should be able to come together and say, no, we don't want that. But however, the state says, oh, yeah, because you know why? The only reason they do that is because the lobbyists, the petroleum products, the plastic bag manufacturers, all of these get together and they lobby, not giving two craps about <clears throat> anything but profit over environment and we're not allowed as a city to say we don't want that in our city well we don't have so here's what i'll tell you the we do have some so it goes actually beyond that because we don't we do have some lobbyists that you know that look at you know oil interests here and there because obviously as you know there's oil but a lot of that stuff is more federal, what I'm federally saying, regulated. No, but what I'm saying is are, petroleum product, byproduct, no, I know, plastic I know, I know. Bag. But there are businesses, though. Here's the challenge, though, sometimes. And you and I talked about this before. The challenge is, is that if you enact something here, all right, and then, you know, let's say you have a hodgepodge of cities. Mm -hmm. Then what happens is the businesses have to sit here and figure out, okay, where can I, where can I do this and where can I not do this? So what? But yeah, but no, but there is. So but, what? But, Are but, you going to yeah, parent the, each child the but, same? But, no, but, you but don't. No, but that's my point, though, is that you're asking to parent to a certain extent. Look, I mean, let me, Eric, let me give you an example. Then why doesn't everyone bought, have ordinances? The I same freaking bought, ordinance I, all over the state. Why does it? Why do we even? Why does the city even make ordinances? If you want, if the cities can't have independence, why do we? No, have that? I think I think look, with certain ordinances you can have in order. If but that's for, hypocritical. For noise. No, no, that's I think hypocritical. No, if everybody's allowed noise, let them have noise. Always remember this. This. Ultimately, the state is the one. Remember, local governments the derive their power. The state's your daddy. Well, no, the state. Remember this: all local governments derive their power from the state. It's it's not like what happens between the state and federal governments. Two different things. That said, when you're doing does the state like to be screwed by the? I will tell you who doesn't. Florida Environmental Protection Agency doesn't like being screwed with by the EPA, but yet. Well, no. What I'll tell you, but yeah, but understand how does it feel? But yeah, but understand that the Florida and the federal government, because of our constitution, the Florida and, and, the, and the U.S. government are in essence they're equal. I know people don't, don't look at it that way, but they are equals. It does not apply the same way when it comes to, and this is any state. Forget about Florida, Texas, New York, doesn't matter. Local governments derive their power from the state. Now, that said, I went out. Hang on, everybody. Just relax. Take it easy. I went out, and I bought compost bags mm -hmm. for, my, for my trash bag, mm -hmm. not buying the hefty bags you can buy in the store. Mm -hmm. Why? I like it. I like the fact that the damn thing will degrade within a couple of weeks at the landfill because I know that's where it's all going. You know what I call that? That's personal responsibility. You know what I told my kids? Hey, I'm not going to mandate anything on you, but I'm going to tell you this is probably where we should be going anyways because I agree that there are way too many plastic products out in the open market. Whether or not the government should be actually enforcing that, I think it, it becomes a problem. I told you we had a conversation about a particular bill that just came out on ag on agriculture management or land management, right? And you said, hey, are they preempting? And I said, no. I said, I know it's going to look like a preemption for you. I says, but what they're doing is they're basically clarifying and codifying into law on issues of water quality, the water bodies, land, and this, that, and the other. They're saying to everybody, hey— if a particular county says, well, this is the way we're interpreting the rule, if that was the confusion, well, we're going to clarify now. That all happens at, D at the DEP level or in, or in DACS, which is Florida Department of Ag and Consumer Services, St. John's Water Management, other districts. Do you know how much confidence I've lost in Florida DEP? Yeah, but no, but listen, it can, listen, it goes. And St. John's Water Management. But it can go either which way. What I always worry about is a little bit the slippery slope sometimes. And I know that St. John's Water Management District has had some issues over the years. And, yeah, I, know, and I know there's some political components to that. But however, I will say this. In my dealings with St. John's, they are a much, they are a much better organization today than they may have been just a decade ago. And they really work towards that. And there's other places, Swift Mud, which is southwest Florida. They do a phenomenal job down there as well. These are actually people who are taking into consideration. They are, they are some trying to balance it out. And there is some political component to it on the boards. I get it. But the staff there are really trying to kind of figure out how do we best protect what we have here in Florida. Mm -hmm. um, I know that, and it's, I know it's hard for the folks to see that. But I'm, and I know I've heard from other city commissioners prior to you who complained about St. John's and what we can and cannot do. I'm telling you, they have gotten, um, they have gotten better. 
And uh, so shout out to my friends at St. John's Water Management District. But oh, I will... <laughs> here we go. There's the rub right but, there. Yeah, no. So, but I gave you the example. What I thought happened a couple a number of years ago with my dad and this whole thing with the gopher tortoise. And FWC gave us the green light to, you know, to, for my dad to build a house. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, City Deltona had their own environmental person. And I thought she went crazy. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, wait a minute. I already complied with the state, which was more than enough. And I talked to other folks and they said, no, what you guys were doing was overkill. Now my dad has to spend an extra three to $400 on, on, on nonsense that ultimately it's going to get passed on to the customer and i'm not saying that i don't want to be i don't want to recognize you gopher want to live in florida it's going to be expensive and i'm going to say something controversial i know uh, i know it's what am i going to say because you said this before i think what? i think there should be some sort of either major tax imposed or or, or is that way it, it, it's it difficult to be, live in florida it should be prohibitively expensive to live in florida it should be prohibitive if you got to want to live in florida you can't just come here and flop Okay, you need personal responsibility. We have, we're very unique, okay? The, the state of Florida is, we're very unique in the fact of all of the water bodies, everything that people come here to for Florida for, we're crapping up. You know why? First of all, we don't have state income tax, and it, I'm sorry. I am sorry yes, about that. Yes, I don't yeah, know. whatever. Ah, I'm, ah, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Listen, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I've been in states so state of state and like, but go yeah, ahead. I'm sorry. Don't ruin that part of the state. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even the OG. <laughs> but I, listen, listen, I understand the argument, but go ahead. I'm sorry. No, do you understand the argument? Why? Uh, because Why? you guys are looking for more because revenue. Because the governor is not going to give us any money, like any more money. Here's what I'm saying. But Lawton, Eric, when Lawton was in as a Democrat, he could have done that, and he walking didn't. Walking Lawton, baby. Yeah, I know. And then he, he could something. have done it. He didn't do it. Let me so, ask you yeah. something. What do you have against doing away with bags? You're so wrapped up in the political nonsense of it that I you're... I know. I, just, I don't like... No, Listen, girl, I don't like, I, man, let me finish. I don't like mandates. Listen go to ahead, me. Go ahead, go ahead. Listen to me. You have a mandate that your kids be in it by a certain hour. Why? At home? Yeah. I Not now. That's yep. my rule. Yep. That's my home. That's my own personal family home rule. That's okay. why. Yeah. There you go. That's my own personal family home rule being a city. Is that what I think is best for the city? Is it quit crapping it up with plastic bags? Okay. Because most of you not going to take personal responsibility. Yeah. Sorry. I watch the people that go into Publix. Okay. Yeah, but what I do and in my house. And this is clogging up our yeah, waterways. I hear you. I it know. does, except when your rights infringe upon mine. And, the, I... and people crapping up when I have to take my resources, my taxpayer dollars, and I have to clean up your fucking mess, and I'll put a dollar in, okay? Uh, when I have to clean up your fucking mess, I'll put another dollar in. It infringes upon my rights and the environmental rights. And no one is speaking for the environment. It's the least you can do is take a damn bag with you to go shopping. I, Quit doing away with a I styrofoam will... cup. Let me just grab that because I'm too slack to remember to take my own cup with me. So... And we're crapping up and it's costing us more money. It's choking the environment. And we're not really I... serious about it. I mean, some people are. Gainesville is serious about it. Yeah. But we're not. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, We're cleaning up other people's messes, like whoa, people that throw cigarette butts out the window. What I'm saying is, is that look, I firmly believe that everyone should be doing their personal yeah, uh, they're not best. though. They're and, not and, though. Yeah, I know, but and so the challenge with doing this stuff, and this is always the challenge, right? It's plastic bags, there, Eric. We Eric, will get it's to plastic bags. Can we just talk there, about it itself? Yeah, but and not there's, the a, there's a social conscious. Listen, there's a social conscious movement that's happening. The problem is, then we want to enact laws, and there are unintended consequences down the road when when we start doing things like that. What are I'm the always, unintended consequences? I'm always trying to be careful. I'm just saying because then you open a door for more uh, for the mandates because then what you do is you're setting precedents for other things oh really that's what i do yeah and i'm always mindful of that mm -hmm. listen i will tell you this like sb 1240 well yeah well it's okay when the democrats it's okay when the republicans set precedent but not when democrats no i'm not going to say 100 percent either because there are some things that we do sometimes that i don't always agree with either i'll like just what? tell I, me right no now. no you no, no, just just, no no but just in general mm -hmm. i mean look I hate when people do that. Like, they, I see the show sometimes. They're like, hey, look, I get it. You know, I'm just saying that it happens on both sides. And what I'm just telling you, I'm just saying is that, look, you prefer, hey, this be done by government rule, local government rule. I get all that, right? And I'm telling you that I prefer not to. However, I do believe that if the fact like that you it, and I. Move. No, no, listen. My point is, is that where we need to get to is having these conversations. So we're reminding the folks, hey, it's okay if you want to. I, I don't mind spending an extra buck 
on green garbage bags that are compostable. I don't mind doing that. That's what I'm doing on my own. The same way I told you I got... Yeah, so I'm telling Eric folks. is putting you into a socially liberal timeout for your plastic bags. Yeah. I want you to hear that. <laughs> yeah. Coming yeah, right. from coming from a Republican, okay, he is using a very socially liberal concept of putting you in timeout. I encourage you to think about that. Your behavior. I want you to do that. But we we all know. Listen, I, I think it's almost like Anyways, I'm not going to get into anything with abortion right now. I just feel that there's sure, a way we can have. In, a, I, I know there's a way we can. <laughs> I, there is a way we can get to these places, finding the middle ground, which is having that. Con- it's like concurrency. We need to continue to have that conversation. And over here, if we're going to use this platform for this podcast to have these conversations, mm-hmm. I know where you're at on some of these issues, and I don't always 100% agree. But if you want to bring it up, I'll be more than happy to have that conversation and tell the folks out there, look, instead of worrying about more mandates coming down from the state or the city or this, that, and the other, then we all need to do our personal best. It goes down to the issue with the parent rights thing, right, which I know you're like a big fan of, right, quote, unquote. Parent I'm responsi- a big fan of parent, parent responsibility. responsibility. I agree that it, I I've said this time and time again. Parents, you need to do a better job of policing yourselves as well and your kids before you decide you want to dump them off in the schools and say, "Hey, that's your problem for the next six hours." No, it doesn't work that way. But you know, the nanny state is getting involved. And so, no, and I try- you're, you're okay. <laughs> yeah, she's checking my pulse to make sure I'm okay. I just I got a real problem with mandates and just in general but mm-hmm. i think there's a place where you and i and others can get to by having this conversation if i can do it others can do it it's a little extra but it goes a long way because yes you're right i don't want to see the plastic bags constantly because i know how long they take to degrade and all this other stuff and i wish the big companies would do a better job and help promote it and push it whether or not one is a mandate different story i don't mm-hmm. i can't get on on that can you talk about burgess <laughs> And maggot, I mean, McCart. Ma- no, maggot. So that, you know, so that was the bill I was talking about, which mm-hmm. is basically what they're just doing is clarifying it. Because I read the bill. You asked me to read the bill, and I said I read the bill. And my first glance was, oh, wait a minute. We already, but that's our responsibility to the state. And I say our folks because I work for the state, right? Mm-hmm. I go, hey, that's our responsibility already. So I don't, I'm trying to understand what are we doing here. So then I called somebody up and said, hey, what's this, What's the deal with the bill you guys are doing here? And I explained to them what my thought was. He said, absolutely, Eric. There are certain counties who definitely want to go above and beyond mm-hmm. when they should, um, that where they should be creating like another, I call it another money scheme, another mm-hmm. permit process, which doesn't need to happen because it just delays the process. Whatever that process is, it goes further into, or it becomes a money-making scheme for, the, for that county or whatever it is. Say, hey, we want a permit and we want to take another $25, $40, 1500 whatever it is. There's no need for that. St. John, Swift Mud, South Florida, Northeast Florida Management Districts, plus DEP, DAX, and others, they all get involved in all that. And I'll just tell you, it can go both ways. Those are our water bodies at the state level that we take care of. We des- and, and also keep in mind too, the EPA, the federal EPA, so also let me ask you sends this. us. Why? Why? If that's if you're if it's, yeah. I'll give you my water body. Okay. Okay. But I want you out there cleaning my water bodies. I want you picking up all the trash in my water bodies. I want the state to give me money for doing that because I'm going to maintain your water body. So I'm going to send my people out out of my general fund to clean your water bodies. That's what I want. Are you going to give me that? I don't think you guys have to do that. I think the, uh, I don't have to go pick up the trash out of my well, water no, bodies. No, but yeah, but, then, but wait a minute, hang on. But we also have a lot of volunteer groups, and God bless them. We know we have a number of them over here in Volusia County and other places that also already do that. And if you're out there, folks, I want to I'll tell everybody too. If you can, take a weekend every once in a blue moon, and there's a number of organizations wherever you live that mm-hmm. get involved and help clean up. And I think that's there's only so much we do at the state level, and we, we, we monitor water quality, this, that, and the other, how things are happening. <laughs> but when it comes to some of these other issues like litter and all this other stuff, I believe that we should be getting involved on some level, volunteering our time. It's out. It's it's personal responsibility. That's our responsibility to Mother Earth and what we can control locally. If everybody does their part, it goes out from there. I know some do a better job than others. Some don't do it as much, but hey, that's where we're at. I don't want. I don't. I do, I, Dana, I'm telling you, I don't like mandates. This is Let my me ask personal. You this. Yeah. I know a you rebel. smile. You're like, yeah, I'm trying to be a rebel. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to help you. I just don't want the mandates, but I'll help you, girl. You know I will. So. Hey, <laughs> right, I want to talk about something else. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know I'm not going to be a Democrat much longer, right? There's a bill coming through the House. <laughs> no, through the Senate. Through the Senate, through not the, the House. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I don't even know if it's going to be Senate. a House companion, but we'll see. <laughs> Uh, I would tell you something. I I like stupid stuff like that coming up. If not for the fact it triggers Jacqueline Lewis. 
So listen, yeah. I, I would. The infamous Jacqueline some, Lewis. I, I don't know I Jacqueline well, but I know I, I know she her. is a I know she's a a, a staunch Democrat. Mm-hmm. Um, someone even say she's definitely um, uh, you know pretty liberal on some of her issues and so forth for whatever that's worth, folks. Okay, I'll just say this, and then, uh, and then if it is right. And some will say, oh, for a really you know far right guy for whatever that's worth. I'll just say, look, I know she's passionate about her issues. She's smart. So AF too. I've heard some. You no, know, and listen, I I don't know her well. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna jump on the bandwagon trying to criticize. I've heard some commentary from others before, but I, I'm not gonna do that because I don't personally know her. I've mm-hmm. heard some commentary from others on my side about her. Mm-hmm. I've heard some from your side talk about her. Have you heard anything from oh. your side about me? Um, not really. Other than just you know, they just know you're a little bit of a firebrand. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that cuts across the board though for a lot of folks. I don't know if it's just my side, and uh, you know, anyways. Uh, what I'll say is this: is, Your so, side likes me. Your side thinks I'm your there side. Are, there are there are many who do because uh, there are many who do. Um, I just you know, but when you start talking about plastic bags and straws and all that policy stuff, they go wait a minute, Dana, hang on a second. Um, the bill. All right, let's okay. talk about the bill. Let's talk. So about I want to set the stage a little tiny bit. <laughs> I get a call about two days ago or, or a day or two ago from Dana. I, right? You got a text, right? Yeah, it was a text. Like what? The, WTF? Right? So we all know what it means. What the fuck? All right. So WTF. <laughs> And right away, she's out land-based in the governor, just setting the other about it. And what the hell is this? So I, and, and folks, sometimes I, I don't always catch it because I'm in uh, doing other things. And I may not see it right away. Um, so I did a little research on, obviously, there was a bill that dropped in the Senate and on, on doing away with the Democratic Party because, in essence, the Democratic Party is the only party in the state of Florida and across the country. Don't, you dare, defend, at one point. don't you dare to set this up to no, defend no, no, it. No, 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 no. Well, I'm going to know. We're going to have a conversation ah! that you and I had. You okay. and I had this conversation. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. About the fact that doing with the Democratic Party because of the only party that's ever advocated for slavery. And the purpose of that was it's not, I don't think, it, look, my, from what I'm hearing, I don't he's think it's going to struggling people. I don't I'm think gonna it's going to go you, anywhere. No. I'm going to give you an Eric tell. When he starts struggling like that, he's no, trying, to, I just make he's sure trying I get, to raise a defense. No, on no, the fly. no. I just want to make sure I get the words <laughs> right over here. I don't believe the bill is going to go anywhere. However, the point I think they're trying to make, which, look, I'm not necessarily a fan of these type of things because there's other things we could be talking about. However, mm-hmm. The idea was on this notion of cancel culture. And I made the argument to you, and I said, hey, Kevin Hart, the, com- the, the famous comedian, Kevin Hart, made a comment about a decade ago, and he made a comment, and I think he said something about being gay or whatever the case may be. It was well over a decade ago. And then, obviously, he, they were going to ask him to be, I think, the host of the Oscars or one of them, right? And then everybody got on, oh, you can't do it. He's, he's anti-gay. He's blah, 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 blah. Wait a minute. No, he's not. And my point is, it doesn't leave any room for growth. Look, I was not with Pat 100% on the trails, and guess what? Here we are a decade later, and I'm for them 100%, which means that I grew out of that. Mm-hmm. And so there was language we used back in the day that we're realizing now more and more is it's not appropriate to use, and it's not you know it's, it's demeaning, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. But the point is, is that now we're we're paying the price for something 10, 15 years ago. So the idea behind that bill was, well, if that's the case, we might as well have the Democratic Party pay for the fact that they were advocating for slavery once again. So why are we, are we not making? Not me. I wouldn't do that. But you are know. we not going to make the Republican Party pay for giving birth to Donald Trump and the insurrection, only insurrection that ever happened in our country? On y'all's watch, y'all allowed that shit to happen. So Listen, I will I'm going to be responsible for that. You're going to be responsible for you. that turd. I hear I'm you. Well, what I'll that. just say is that if you ask the average Republican, they're going to tell you that we did not uh, we, advocate uh, for that. The jury's still out on what, what yeah. transpired hey, with hey, the listen, former president and all that other stuff. Listen, we have a couple minutes. Okay, this is what I'm I'm going to say this quickly. Okay. Sheriff Mike Chickwood, you kick ass. We will not <laughs> have anti-Semitism in our county, period. Not going to stand for it. Not going to tolerate it. Mm-hmm. I will tell you, however, the shit heel that you had with you I don't approve of, Randy Fine. Mm-hmm. Randy Fine still sucks. <laughs> because He does. Okay. He does. He's he going to act like somebody hurt his feelings. You know what I mean? And he's on the phone calling women whores. Mm. Come out, Randy. Just go ahead and tell people you like strippers. Go ahead. <laughs> tell them. Because if you're using that kind of language, I'm going to start a petition to save Wendy Fine. That's what I'm going to do. Save Wendy. Save Wendy. I, is listen, he, let me ask you this: Is he going to try to? Is he going to try to run for higher office? I this rumor mill that he's look he's looking into it. I don't know how true it is or not, but we'll see. Give it know. up, Randy. Yeah, you're not going to make I, it. I'm going to I'm going to pre, I'm going to predict right now that you're so much of a shit heel that it ain't going to happen. Mm. So listen, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, keep an eye I on 2024. I need to ra- bring my Randy Fine. Pillow back. What up happened? Here. Yeah, what happened? I know I had the, the, I, I had the ball the, and I figured that you know whatever, but I, I you know when I had the ball. 
initially when I had that, I was th- I thought about it, I was like, man, it's so cool. I'll just land base the hell out of like AOC or a couple others and pfft. But then I was like thinking, I don't know if I want to get into that. I still that, have. Man, hey, uh, listen. I don't, know if, I don't know if that's 100% Listen, I'm going to say somebody you know I mean? that so. I gave birth to. I'm not going to name him. Okay. Somebody that I gave birth to sent me something about Matt Gates being a stupid ass divulging the, the you know, the Homeland Security shit. Like uh. he's asking about. He's such a fuck turd. I'm sorry. Right, you see how those two. I haven't cussed all show until <sighs> we talk about that. But anyways, I'm going to put down. I owe, I would I check owe your po- $5. I would, dollars and I would you- check your post, but I could see it like going from like right here. No, 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 no. <laughs> Listen, the, the carotid is like, doom, 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 doom. I go have ahead. a little high blood pressure right now. <laughs> hey, both of us, I'm going to say you're at five dollars. Yes. Five cuss words a piece, and I which will. is we're really trying to be more civilized on this show. I am trying, folks. I am trying. We yes. are trying until we get to controversial brain popping issues. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, as a side note, you're not going to uh, hear this until the cast, but we want to. Um, welcome um, reps from Espinosa Cigars tonight here at. Can you talk about that? Because we want them to feel loved. Jack Tarano and Hector Alfonso from yeah. Espinosa Cigars are in the house tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna go have fun with them. Good after to we go. Do Good this. to go. And I yeah. think they were on a. Uh, were they on the show? They did Cigar Hustler podcast earlier today. Okay. All yeah. right, all right. So if you get a chance, folks, check it out. If you're a cigar lover, you definitely need to check it out. Okay. Cigar Hustler podcast, yep. number one cigar podcast out there. In the there, state so of Florida, I believe. Is no, where, that's all over. Uh, that's worldwide. Sir. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yes. I stand correct. Yes, yeah, my filthy mouth. I stand corrected. Thank you, OG. It's all over the world. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, we guys. Got, we, got look, we got a lot to look forward to today. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no. uh, God, it went fast again today, it, right? It, when you does. Went, it I, does. Because there are, it gives us a chance on those three or four topics to just kind of yeah. needle in a little bit more on yep. and just kind of get off and our chest for one reason yeah. or another. And, you know, so it yeah, goes exactly. by a lot quicker. So. so, listen, those are the things I'm going to be moving forward on there is firefighters, marijuana rights, mm-hmm. um, to the Senate bill, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I, I don't think that bill's going to yeah. go anywhere, but anyways. Sharon, keep them nervous up in Tallahassee. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. He's trying to advocate for some stuff. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Good luck for you, <laughs> yeah. my friend. Bring us yeah. back Deltona money. We need Deltona money <clears throat> so bad. Yep. Um, I'm asking for that on TPO also um, that we be recognized. And uh, as you go forth, good luck with what you're working on. I know you're working on important stuff. Yep. Uh, your boss, tell him I said thank you and hello, allowing you to be here. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and just remember here, we're here every week. Um, we record on Friday. If you'd like to join us, let us know. We yep. love having people in the studio with us. And remember going forth that if it's important to you. Folks, it's important to us. Peace. Bye. The Smoking Truth Podcast, its owners and sponsors, take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show host or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of Mike and Mike Productions or the podcast providers, and opinions between talk show hosts may differ. It is not our intent to libel, incite, or hurt anyone's feelings. We invite you to write the show's host, Dana McCool, with any feedback or suggestions you have for their shows. These broadcasts are presented and made public as entertainment in the hope that they will be entertaining to the audience.